<laughs> hey, Kobe, you know what's not justifiable? <laughs> I don't know. What's not justifiable? Murder, because murder's bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Barry. And I'm Kobe. And this is who watches <laughs> I swear, one of these days, guys, we are going to be able to uh, do that opening, that cold open, uh, without laughing. Right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's going to be a serious movie, though, I think. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, no laughing before Schindler's List, you know? <laughs> I also, we're never going to have a Liam Neeson month where Schindler's List is on the... It's going to be taking one through three, and then Phantom Menace. <laughs> yes. Uh, what's going on, guys? So we are on the third movie of our musicals month. Yeah. And we did the movie Cannibal, the musical, musical. Uh, directed by Matt uh, Matt Stone and Trey Parker. Oh, wait, no. Did I get that right? Yeah. Oh, Matt Stone and Trey Parker. It's actually, a, it's a piece that they did before South Park. Yes. Before they Yeah, it was kind of almost like a college movie. Right. It was so... <laughs> Is it really? Yeah. Oh, I guess. Yeah, because there was a rumor that he got kicked out of college because he skipped so many days. Oh, doing to, the movie to, to do this movie because it's all like people and stuff he knew from college, oh. uh, but he actually did graduate. So, well, uh, this is probably like one of the better college movies I've probably <laughs> seen. <laughs> it's usually college movies are like one of those like fifteen minute, like artsy fartsy films, right? Yeah, and this totally just looks like early youtube of like you know an actual like oh what's it called like a maybe like a tv movie right yeah that's what this looks like um and i've i've i watched it i streamed it and i've also watched it on dvd um apparently the it originally came out on vhs and vhs is a little longer and a little not as well cleaned up Um, And then they kind of digitally remastered it and they kind of edited it for content a little bit to uh, release it on DVD, Mm -hmm. um, you know, for audiences. And and so I, people complain about the VHS and it's like, "Eh, this isn't very good. And then, but the DVD is the only way I've seen it. And so, so Colby's pretty much saying that if you guys have this on VHS, give it another try on DVD. Yeah. Uh, and I would like to see, you know, really what the what the difference is. So I'd probably watch it on VHS if I could find a copy somewhere. You I still got, got a VHS machine. <laughs> I don't know if it hooks to my TV. No. Uh. Okay. Uh, at this point, yeah, I think you have to get like adapters, right, or whatever. Or you know, I'm pretty sure you can go to the Goodwill, get a CRV TV for oh, like five bucks. That's probably the way to do it. <laughs> well, apparently, I. I, I have a friend who likes to play, like, the old video games. He still has all of his old, uh, like, Super Nintendos. And he says that the, the best quality you're going to get is on a CRV TV. Okay. And if you guys don't know what a CRV it's the, is, a TV, a CRV TV is a tube television where you, when you ask your friends to move, you would need two of you oh. to pick that bad boy up. Yeah, in, <laughs> in, in my upstairs loft, I, we have a, a TV that's like that. And we've thought about replacing it with a flat screen, but I, I can't carry it downstairs. So as long as it still works, it'll just stay there. 
That or you know, until it like crashes through the floor. <laughs> right. Uh, you know, good thing there's no earthquakes in Las Vegas because the moment that thing tipped over, it's definitely oh, it's, going to the floor. Not, it's not tipping. <laughs> you could have like children play on it. It's it's not going anywhere. Uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, um, this is actually this musical isn't like last week's musical. It's it only had the song. The movie only really has like maybe five or six songs in it. Yeah. Uh, and then a lot of the uh, there is more singing, but a lot of it is just, uh, what's it called? Um, repeat. Yes. You know, so, so the main, the main song for the movie is Spadoinkle. Spadoinkle. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? The sky is blue and all oh, the leaves are green. <laughs> <laughs> the sun's as warm as a big potato. <laughs> I think I know exactly what Which, I mean. I think we gotta stop it right there because I don't want to pay anybody That's anything. Right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so this one is a little bit more easy to follow, so it won't be uh, we won't be rushing really through this as much as right. we did last week because yeah. last week it was just all singing, right? Yeah, but we 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 probably won't be going like frame by frame with this one either because even on the Wikipedia. It says that the description of this movie is excessively <laughs> <Yeah>. long. Because, <laughs> you know, sometimes I like to pull up the Wikipedia page just to, so, like, sort of go get off some, of it. Yeah, get some uh, fun facts and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, but apparently, so this movie is actually based on the life of the Colorado cannibal, a.k.a. Alfred Parker. Yep. Uh, so loosely based off of a true story. Um, maybe. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, so the movie really starts, it's, uh, what, like, the frontier of, like, North America, it was, like, super early. Right. Uh, in its history. Cause, yeah, you know, pe- I think... people going for, like, the gold rush and stuff like that. Yeah, so, uh, we really start off with, actually, a pretty gory, uh, version of what ha- happened in the movie. Right. It's, uh, <laughs> it's Parker just sort of cannibalized, like, almost like a vampire eating the rest of his party. Yes. Oh, yeah. No, that's exactly what it is. Kill, and, uh, killing him and eating him. Yeah. But this probably has, like, one of the best parts in it because he, as he's killing one of his party members, he's ripping his jaw from his <laughs> head. And I'm pretty sure most of the budget went to that scene. I mean, yeah. Because there's a lot of, like, uh, what's it called, like, prosthetics, a lot of, like, practical makeup in this scene. Right. Which is pretty awesome. But I, so I thought it was going to be like, oh, this is going to be, like, one of those, like, uh, Todd Sweeney type of musicals because i, I kind of went into this blind okay okay yeah i didn't want to like look it up i was like oh okay it's uh, matt stone and trey parker it's gonna and be then, and it was re- re- um like released like produced and re- released by uh trauma video which is um uh toxic avenger <laughs> and you know <laughs> Surf Nazis must die and Sergeant oh, Ka- Sergeant Kabuki man <laughs> So it's got it's got those those high quality special effects have been brought right over to this. <laughs> well, a lot of it's a runoff from Toxic Avenger. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, and so um, so that's what I'm thinking the movie's gonna be. But then we actually cut back to a courtroom, and uh, the prosecutor is just reenacting what he feels like happened on the mountain. Yeah. Uh, but you see Parker; he's on a bench, or he's on the defendant's bench. And he looks, he doesn't look as menacing as he did 
in the opening scene. Oh, yeah, nowhere near as much. <laughs> Maybe it's because he has this felt beard on. <laughs> like, the, that, I, I, from, I was watching it from far away, so I didn't notice it, but then the moment I sat down on my couch, you could see the separation between the beard and his actual skin. <laughs> So, yeah, there was definitely more uh, budget on, on prosthetics yeah. than there was on beard glue. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we find out that he's actually standing on trial for everything that happened at the mountain. Um, but he doesn't look, yeah, like I said, he doesn't look menacing. And they go to a break to sort of figure out what they want to do. Because there's not a jury. It's just it's just the judge. The judge, right? Because yeah. it's a small town. It's early settlement days of North America. So... He goes to his uh, he goes to his uh, prison, yeah, to his holding cell. cell, and then uh, and this is where it actually gets really progressive because this is during like the late eighteen hundreds, and we have a uh, female reporter, right? And I was like, oh, that shouldn't be here. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know, I don't know how many women were like reporters from back then yeah i'm not sure and, and like she, she says she's from the big town yeah uh, so she must be from it's well, Colorado, from denver. So De- denver yeah because she, yeah, she's actually writing for the denver post uh but i just the only reason i said this is because i'm pretty sure at this moment in time i don't think women were still like allowed to vote i don't know when women's suffrage was mm. so but, yeah that wasn't till so, yeah so this movie came out in 93 but it was a it's pretty progressive. <laughs> uh, but Polly is talking to the prosecutor who prosecuted uh, Parker uh, for his crimes. Yes. And uh, I don't know. This isn't a visual podcast. I just did some air quotes for <laughs> crimes in case you guys didn't know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he... she, she uh, Alleged crimes. Alleged crimes. Yes. Uh, but Polly, she, she wants to go. She wants the, the full scoop. She wants to know what's going on. So she does go in there, and she's, like, trying to tell him, like, oh, hey, what's your story? Parker's like, um, my lawyer said not to talk to reporters. Yeah. Which is smart. Uh, but she's, like, uh, she's kind of playing it like one of those, like, serial killer, like, groupies. Where she's like, oh, well, no, that's not it. I was just at the courthouse, and you look so lonely. <laughs> maybe, maybe we could tell each other things, and then blah, blah, blah. <laughs> And, of course, like a true seductress, she wants the information first. Right, yes. And and he just, he does give it up pretty easily. Well, he easily. doesn't give up much, and then she she had heard that he oh, yeah. he was interested, or that if you want to get him to talk, to ask him about Leanne. And so she's like, she asks him about Leanne, and he, that's kind of when he flashes to the first, you know, his side of the story flashback on how the story all began. Yeah. And that's when you find out Leanne is not his lover, but his horse. Oh, I'm pretty sure that horse was his lover as I, well. <laughs> they never specifically said. I mean, there's a dedicated <laughs> song to it. Yeah. Uh, and you guys will definitely see my point of view. Yeah, uh, uh, okay, so, so yeah, we do go to the flashback. We see a much... Uh, Less grizzled version of Parker. Oh yeah, clean cut, a little bit younger. Yeah, yeah. kind of looks like, uh, like Tommy Wiseau's younger brother. <laughs> you know. Yes. Yeah, yeah. He he looks good. He's not a bad looking guy in this one. He kind of looks like the brunette Fabio, not as buff, 
mm. was sort of the same sort of like feel to it. Uh, but yeah, they're in a small town in Utah, and they uh, one of the 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 priest, uh, pre or whatever. He's like, oh, we have to go to Colorado because I heard it's rich with gold. Because the the gold mine that they're at is dry. Is dry, yeah. Because they've been like, yeah, they've been uh, mining for like a year or so now. And right. When's the last time anyone hit anything? So let's go. Uh, but usually during that this time in like the pioneer days, you're not trying to go anywhere during the winter time. Right. So that's why they're gonna they're gonna leave and follow well, Lucky Tony or something like that. Yeah. And and, uh, and that that way they can get there before before the snows start. Yeah, and if you guys ever played Oregon Trail, you know how easy it is to die <laughs> in the, the, the pine, early pioneer America. <laughs> but uh, they go to they go to meet uh, Lucky Tony, and Lucky Tony, as luck would have it, he got struck by a <laughs> and he is still on fire. <laughs> Well, he, uh, I think, I think Parker asked, like, "Oh, uh, is he gonna be okay?" He's pretty naive. <laughs> oh man, uh, but yeah. So this priest, he's trying to gather people to go to Colorado because obviously he doesn't want to go by himself, and so he wants to get a party together. That way, they could all share. And it's it's oh. in his uh, trying to get people. It, it's kind of halfway between like a Mormon missionary trying to convert people. And then also, but like with promises of riches. <laughs> what, is he a Mormon priest? or is Yeah. He... Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought he was just like, you know, a priest. Just like a Christian well, priest. Well, But I forget that you're in he Utah. Is, he, yeah, he's mostly just a priest. But there's a couple times where they he pulls out the Book of Mormon. Oh, see, I was, uh, so as I was watching this movie, I was cooking as well because i was like oh it's in english i could turn my back once in a while so maybe during those times i just didn't right. get to see uh the book of Mormon. uh but yeah uh so yeah so uh some people do end up joining up it's a uh, one young kid uh another a butcher right and uh yeah just like a couple people and there's a there's a, a family of like brothers and they're like Hey, to one of them, you're like, you're the oldest one. You have to go, go down there, stake your claim, and then in the spring, we'll come, we'll come down and help you, It'll help you mine all this gold. And so, and uh, and but then uh, what's it called? Uh, Parker ends up having to be the guy because his friend is like, well, hey, Parker, Parker used to live in Denver or Colorado, right? Uh, because because Leanne used to like Colorado, and so he would just ride her all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, but yeah, so he ends up being roped into being their guide because, well, he's been to Colorado before, so they feel like he must know the way. Right. Uh, still, you know, up to this point, I still think it's amazing that a lot of people did this without a GPS system in their pocket. Right, right, because they're only going one state, and he's like, oh, how, how long is this going to take? And he's like, eh, it should only be like three or four weeks, and they're like, oh, that's it, let's go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But like you could tell, I, I don't know if if I had known this guy while I was binding in this town, I was like, no, Parker doesn't know shit. I, right. I seen him get lost getting getting to his home before. Yeah. So he definitely he feels like the type to not really know what's going on. He's probably like because he's had Leanne for so long, he's probably just ridden her to where she takes him. Yeah. And then he's like, yeah, I'm here now. Right. Yeah, because he even makes a joke about it a little bit later. They're like, this seems like it's taken a long time. He's like, I've, I've never walked it before. 
Well, that's what I thought. I thought, like, so they're going to, like, have, like, this, like, I think they're called, like, a caravan. Oh, right. Or something, you know, like, horses, and they have that little, like, uh, what's it called? That uh, Like a wagon. A wagon. And, but, no, it's just all of them walking and him walking his horse, which I would have been like, oh, I'm going to be on my horse. Uh, hope, right. right. Hope and, you guys have And they're horses. all carrying, like, all the mining equipment, so it's not even, like, the horse isn't even, like, a pack animal. <laughs> I know, because then, like, then you could have just had the horse get, like, a, one of those, like, donkey carriages. I, like, and then have him pull it. That way, at least you guys are light on your feet. Yeah. But these guys are probably holding, like, 30 to 40 pounds of gear. So, yeah, it didn't take three weeks. <laughs> uh, they do get to a town where they, like, restock. They buy food. They resupply Right, because they had been lost for a little bit, and they yeah. finally find a town. Yeah, but it's already been three weeks before they find that town, so uh, their and trip they're, was... And they're not even to Colorado yet. No. <laughs> I think they're halfway to the state line. Uh, but uh, but yeah, they do end up going to this uh, town to restock, to replenish everything. Uh, they run... Uh, Parker runs into some tra- trappers. Some trappers. And... At first, like, the trappers, like, they like Parker's horse because it's, uh, what's it called, an it's Arabian? An Arabian, and he's like, oh, that's a trapper horse. Yeah, so so he feels like they have, like, this kinship, you know, like, oh, you, you must be a trapper, too. Uh, but when the rest of the party shows up, they're like, no, we're diggers. And he's like, what? A trapper horse with a digger? <laughs> <laughs> She's gonna leave you. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so they end up sort of getting to this argument, but then they end up just leaving, going each other's way, and so they, they go, they camp up at some, like, cliffside? Yeah. Or something like that? I don't, I don't know, I, I'm not a big, avid camper, but I don't think you would camp on uneven ground, <laughs> right? <laughs> just because, like, what if someone's, like, a really, like, uh, what's it called, a, 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 someone that moves a lot in their sleep, he just rolls down the hill... <laughs> Right, yeah. Uh, but they end up, this is where we get the uh, sort of, we, we get the second musical piece where it's All I Want. Or yep. All I'm Looking For. Uh, they, they, you know, uh, what's it called? The priest, he wants to build the church. Parker wants to have a ranch. For his horse. For his ho- horse. Horse, horse. <laughs> his horse? Uh, the youngest kid, he wants, he wants whores. It, yes. <laughs> yeah, he just, he just wants a lady. So, well, he's yeah. like, I got this thing and I know where I want to use it. <laughs> I think that's one of the lyrics for that song. <laughs> and uh, it's great because also um, um, the main guy. Uh, oh, Parker. Parker is like, what? Because <laughs> he's not specifically saying it, but he's very strongly. strongly. Well, Parker's the only one that doesn't get it. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Because right. everyone's all like, ha, ha, ha. Yeah, they're like, oh, yeah, you're going yeah, to have money, and so you're going to be able to do that whenever you want. And Parker's like, what? do what? Do what? <laughs> do what? <laughs> yeah. Uh, they all get into a song, except for the butcher, where he's like, I don't do singing. Right. He's the grumpy one. Of he's, the yeah. Because he's the one that's always in timeout. Yeah. And so the group did establish that during their travels, they're like, if you offend anyone or if you can't get in along with anybody, you have to stay 20 feet away from everybody because you're on timeout, mister. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's the overly positive guy who just... Yeah, Swan. Swan. Yeah. Everything is just like silver lining on everything. Yeah. 
But he's probably like the best character in it. He's just like <laughs> he's, he's so optimistic, and yeah. I feel like you need somebody in a party that's gonna like always try to lift everybody's spirits. Right. Yeah. Otherwise, everyone is gonna kill each other. Uh, but yeah, and so they go to sleep. They wake up in the morning, but Leanne is missing. She's gone. She's gone. Parker is devastated because it's a horse that he's had ever since he was young. And so he tries to convince the party to go, like, look for Leanne. But, like, no, we got to leave. We got to make time because we're already two and a half weeks. <laughs> uh, but it, uh, well, one of them says, like, oh, look, the tracks, look, they're going this way. And it's going towards Colorado anyway. So let's just follow those tracks. Right. They do end up going to the Colorado River. Which at the, I think at this point they call it the Green River because of its color. Yeah. And so they, they make the oh, plans. But before oh. they get there, um, the the priest steps in a trap. <laughs> oh, yeah. And this is probably the funniest part because one of them tries to get the trap out of him. Uh, <laughs> but he keeps, like, losing his grip and it, it keeps just... re-entering. Yeah. Uh, the, yeah, and then we see them at the Green River, and I'm pretty sure at this point his leg should start to get infected because he's washing his wound in the river. In the Green River, yeah. In the Green River. Uh, but yeah, so they do make plans to uh, cross it, uh, but it's pretty faulty because they're like, hey, one of you goes in, and then we'll go in, and then we'll at least be able to catch each other. <laughs> and I was like, I don't think that's how it works. <laughs> But the, there's like the stupid funniest line there is uh, they're like, but how deep is the river? And he takes a big stone oh. and he throws it in like most movies when you throw like a whole uh, like a stone into like a well or yeah. into a crevice and you wait to see how long you're going to hear it to, to guess how deep it is. Yeah. But it's a river. So like they all just stand there for like 30 seconds waiting for the sound. <laughs> hey, I don't know if they didn't realize that you do that to... S- to like see, like where the water is, <laughs> how deep the well is, uh, but they do end up trying to cross it. They get washed up almost to the neighboring, like sort of the four corners of like a state. Right. Right. Yeah, because like every time like some, some there's do weird movement, they do the uh, the typical like uh, the map map, and you can kind of see watch their little trail on the map. Yeah, so they end up going to all the way to the edge of the both states, and before they can finally get out. Uh, at this point, they're like, "Well, it's almost nighttime," and I was like, "How long were you guys in that river for?" Because I'm pretty sure you traveled like 200 miles down river. Uh, but they they end up getting out. I guess it was before nighttime. And then they end up having to sleep naked with each other. Right. So they don't get hypothermia. Hypothermia. Well, like, Take off the wet clothes and all cuddle together. Well, they were like, we got to get some body heat going. <laughs> and uh, one of the guys mentions, is like, oh, I never thought in this trip I'd be sleeping next to a naked man. <laughs> and the virgin kid, he's just like, well, I'm just thinking that he's a nice, soft woman right next to me. <laughs> But he keeps he keeps like accentuating. He's like, "Yeah, it's a nice naked woman next to me." And so the guy next to him just leaves, <laughs> naked, just gets up. It's like, "Ah, screw this." <laughs> well, because you know what? At some point in the night, he's gonna try to stick it somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but in the morning, I was like, "What happens in the morning?" They end up. So there's that's another song, and and then that's when they he sings oh. about about because when? he's like he's like. 
He's like, I really miss Leanne. And then the optimist guy, a swan, is like, don't worry, there's tons of horses. You'll find another horse that you like just as much. And he's like, oh, I'll never ride another horse. And then he sings a song about how much he loves his horse. Yeah. And it is very semi-erotic. Um, well, the, the like, that's when you get the idea that oh, this is maybe more than just a horse. <laughs> well, like the the title of the song is "When I Was on Top of You." That's <laughs> very uh, yeah, very interchangeable. I guess it could mean a horse, it could mean a woman, whatever. <laughs> yeah. uh, but then we do hit the morning time, and then they end up going to a tr- or they end up getting caught by uh, air quotes Indians. Yes. The Ute Indians. Who are just Japanese people. <laughs> like, I don't know where this came from. I don't know if, like, if this is, like, somewhat historically in there. <laughs> you know, like, maybe, because, you know, like, I think during this time they were bringing over, like, uh, Chinese people to build railroads. Right. And so maybe they, they, they're missing some pages in the history book and they were just like, well, let's make the Indians Chinese. Or maybe, you know, like it's a college film and he's like, I don't have any Indian people in my class. But you know, but Mr. If- Tamashiro at the sushi <laughs> shop that I frequent is a big fan of me. He talks like Long Duck Dong. Let's bring him <laughs> into this. Oh, man. So, yeah. So they end up getting caught by these Indians. They go to their to to their uh, camp and the chief is like, yes, we're Indians. We have a teepees. <laughs> and he has like the headdress on. Yeah. Um, one of like the little Indian, like Japanese girls comes from behind the tent and the virgin kid is just like trying to make eyes at her. Yeah. Uh, I don't think she gets it though. Oh no, she doesn't. And she doesn't speak any English. Yeah. She, all she says is, oh, it's very interesting. <laughs> That's very interesting. Oh, man. that's the only thing you ever need to tell a man, anyway. I, pretty you much. Yeah. Oh, I'm so interested. <laughs> She's super in love. With <laughs> uh, but yeah, so so they the chief does tell them like, hey, stay at the camp. There's a, gonna be a big storm over those mountains. Right. Uh, you guys just won't be able to make it. Yeah, and then that you could stay with the other white people who other assholes the other assholes who are are here and turns out to be the trappers yeah and at this point we get the trapper song which is probably to me the best song yeah Uh, i think it's yeah it's it's fun but uh yeah frenchie does make fun of uh parker he's like oh look you you don't have your horse anymore ha 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 you suck (laughs) uh but they end up they they end up going to sleep they find out uh, that in the next morning it might, no, it might have been a couple like weeks, right? Right, because it seems like they're for, there for a while. Yeah, because Parker does end up learning some karate. <laughs> yes. I'm pretty sure it's karate. I don't <laughs> uh But, you know, he's like, hey, uh, how do you think, how long is it going to take for me to learn this so I could beat up two big men and then uh, one short but very aggressive man? <laughs> <laughs> Which is the trappers. Yeah. <laughs> And, you know, the chief tells them, this is not for, to become a bully. This is for you <laughs> to defend like, yourself. You're so silly. <laughs> uh, just to remind you guys, this movie was made in 1993. Right. So you can get away with all that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so uh, he ends up finding out that the Travis have already left that morning. Right. And so Parker does, he wants to follow the Travers because he feels like, 
you guys have my horse. I know it. Yeah, and so he convinces his crew. He's like, well, trappers know weather, so they obviously know that there's a break in the weather, so we should go now or we're going to get stuck here the whole winter. Yeah. And so uh, they start to go through the mountains, but they're there for, like, what, three weeks? Yeah. And at this point, they're starting to get delusional because they're, like, running out of food. At some point, they have to eat their own shoes, <laughs> which is, like, a legitimate, like, uh, right. pioneer I'm, I'm technique. Not, I'm not sure I would do that in the snow, <laughs> but I guess I guess you eat the shoes, <laughs> this is the leather and the salt will keep you going for another day. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, at this point, you know, Swan is probably the only one that's trying to keep everyone's spirits up. And this is where Disney actually got the idea for, uh, do you want to build a snowman? (laughs) (laughs) Because, you know, he's like, let's build a snowman, guys, and call it Shannon, who's the butcher. (laughs) And, you know, we get this, like, pretty sweet, uh, dress up. Because every movie needs a wardrobe scene. And this, this snowman does get it. Yep. Uh, but at the end of his song, the other guy takes his pickaxe and kills that snowman. And he's just like, Not just a little, but a lot. A lot. Yeah, it's, it, it is a, a, a crime of rage. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so they still end up going. Uh, they travel a little bit more. Uh, they start to get more antsy. And then at one point, when, they're like, or when their spirits are really down again, Swan tries to sing again. Uh, let's well, go, no. Oh, then they ahead. then they find uh, a sheep, and they go to try to kill the sheep. Oh yes, How but even I though th- even though they're all starving to death, they're all like too cowardly to shoot the sheep, even the butcher. <laughs> yeah, and so uh, we're, we're like, okay, no, sorry, good. Oh, and so uh, throughout this whole movie, they said like, don't go into mountains; you'll find the cyclops. Right. Yeah, that's so, one of the dangers of the mountains. Yeah. And so, yes, while they tried to kill the sheep. Yeah, so uh, so Parker's like, I can't watch. And he turns around, and right there behind them is a one-eyed soldier. <laughs> a southern soldier. Southern soldier. And he yeah. lost an eye from... Uh, the Civil War? The Civil War. <laughs> I don't know. We're not really historical buffs, so I, I don't know how long the Civil War was versus this. But... This is like the most disturbing few seconds because every time he talks, pus squirts out of his eye hole. And I have a strong stomach in most things, but like it was, it was like, like little air gags. It was, <laughs> it was okay. So uh, I know the people that are listening to this have seen Hostel One. And it's the moment where they cut the Japanese girl's eye out, and then the pus comes. It's exactly the same scene, except this one, it, it's in spurts. <laughs> Are you guys staring in my eye? <laughs> squirt, squirt. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he asked the boys, "Are you guys? Are you union boys? Because I'm gonna kill yes. you right now." Yeah. And he's like, "No, no, no. We're we're from we're from the South, Florida. I think it was Florida or Georgia, right?" And he's like, "Oh, nice." Not Southern Boys. And then he he sings a song. The uh, which, Home in Dixieland? Or I, I guess. Uh, it's a song that every Southern boy would know. And he was waiting for them to join in. And they didn't. And yeah, there's a sweet, there's like a little 30 second pause between him singing it and ending it. And he goes, y'all ain't Southern Boys. 
ending up running away from him. Yeah. And so at that point, now the now they're really antsy. They're really they're starving. It's been at this point three weeks, I believe, three four week four weeks. Right. Uh, the virgin kid is like, you know, oh man, I'm never gonna get laid. Uh, well, one of the kids, the one of the two, starts to get into a fight. But while they're getting into a fight, the Virgin Kid's like, I'll never get to do it doggy style. I'll never get a blowjob. <laughs> you know, which is like the number one thing you worry about when you're starving to death. I, uh, I guess I, if you're dying a virgin, maybe those are the things that Listen, Colby, there's a hole you. there's a hole in that in that party that's willing to take it. <laughs> Oh, no, okay. Uh, but at this point, Swan, he tries to uh, uplift them, you know, and so he starts the first verse of uh, Do You Want to Build a Snowman? Yeah. Uh, but at that point, uh, Bell, who's a priest, the priest, uh, pulls out his gun and shoots him in the face. Yeah. Which I, I also understand. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they set up camp right next to his dead body. <laughs> and, <laughs> and uh they keep zooming into his face which is like pr- pretty funny uh but then they get to talking about how the people they're like oh we should have went to california one of them but then one of them mentions like nah that's how the donor party happened right you know they all ate each other as they died off and then they looked at swan's body and they're like oh man are we about to do this yeah they are yeah and they feasted heavily. Yeah. Well, for some reason, one of them is just eating his whole arm. I don't even think he cooked it. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's not like the movie Alive, where they're like, I will cut a small chunk out of this person's leg. No, this is like, he's, he's, which yeah. which limb do you want? Yeah, he's eating it like a turkey leg. Yeah, know? yeah. Uh, uh, Parker, he takes a bite, but then he watches the guy eating the whole like arm. And he just throws up and goes to sleep. And then we, and then he starts to have sort of like I, I'm guessing like a fever dream. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he's for some reason in really tight tights. And it's like balleting. Yeah, he's ballet, and then the Frenchie comes in. And he starts balleting as well, stabs him, and then it's just a the nightmare sequence. Yeah. And so at this point, um, oh god, what happens after this? So so after that, they've. They walk a little more, and you get to the... Um, oh, so throughout this, we get a couple flashbacks to the courtroom. And so here, like, I think about here is where the... The judge sends The judge sends him. Yeah. And, um, and then you get a, a song from the girl who's like, you know, after hearing... His side of his the story. His side of the story, and looking at him and thinking he's, like, cute and very unmenacing. Um, she sings a song about about how her life would be better with him and blah 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 which is like you know again a very serial killer groupie mentality thing yeah that's happening right now uh but yeah they do end up going oh what's it called uh they end up eating the kid or swan right and then like immediately after swan is done being eaten they're like we're out of swan Uh uh-oh well, we should sacrifice one of us because by sacrificing one of us, the rest of us could live. Yeah. And so that's when they start this kind of debate. They're like, hey, should we sacrifice the priest? Because he shot Swan. And he's wounded anyway. Right. 
or should we uh, sacrifice Parker because he's the one who got us lost? And that's when Parker's like, oh, but we're on the final hill. And they're like, we're not walking anymore. Yeah. And he's like, okay, well, I'm going to run up to the top of the hill and I'll take a look and I'll let you guys know because by the top of the hill, we should be able to see stuff. Yeah. And so he does. He pretty much gets himself out of that situation. But as he's leaving, he's like, uh, don't kill each other and right. don't eat each other. Yeah. I'll be back. But when he gets back, he finds everybody else dead except for the priest. Right. The priest is like, oh, man, I, w- I was just trying to defend myself. They were going to kill me as he's dragging more log for the fire. <laughs> and he's like, but don't worry, man. We got meat until next summer. Uh, and as they show the dead bodies, all the dead bodies are missing limbs. <laughs> <laughs> so he's already been eating them. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. but, but, I, mean, I guess it's snow. So, I, like, I mean, the, the meat will stay frozen. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but you know, Parker, he's like, uh, I don't know about that hoss. <laughs> let's, uh, let's just go get somebody. Uh, they'll, they should be able to understand because, you know, it was just self-defense, but the priest is like, oh, but, th- but then I can't open up my church. <laughs> it's like a, it's a, it's a gradual descent into madness, you know? Yeah. Uh, and then so the infection has taken yeah. <laughs> over his mind. Uh, but yeah, so they both sort of just start to arm up with each other, arm up. Like, was, like, knives and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, but before the priest can get the jump on Parker, uh, Parker hatchets his face. Which is a, actually a pretty cool scene. Like, when he turns around and you see it in his face. Falls down. Uh, Parker thinks it's over. He pops back up. And it's like, oh, my God. And he sticks him in the eye again. Well, no, he gets shot. Then. Oh, he gets shot, yeah. <laughs> and then he pops up again and gets stuck in the eye. In the other eye. Yeah. <laughs> And then he's like, and then, and then and while all this is happening, the music is trying to come up so he can start singing a song about it. But he keeps popping back up, and then he he does the pickaxe to his chest, which is the final like the final piece, right? You know. And so after that, he uh, Parker does wander a bit more until he finds a village or like an Indian tribe that cleans him up, and then takes him to the next town, you know, f- to be with his people. Right. And then they find out, this is where they find out, like, oh, you know, um, the sheriff is uh, very suspicious of Parker because he's like, where's the rest of your party? I know you're not traveling alone, especially without a horse. And so uh, the the sheriff wants to go up to the mountains to investigate. Uh, While this is happening, the trappers uh, see Parker and they're like, oh, hey, uh, looks like you made it down here two months too late. Uh, Parker does notice that Leanne is with them. Yep. Hussy. Hussy horse. <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, the Frenchie, uh, the leader of the, the trappers, is just rubbing salt in the wood because, like, oh, it looks like I made it out here with all the people I set out with. What about <laughs> you, Parker? Uh, and I think, is this where he gives him this, this lie? Like, oh, yeah. Uh, and then this is where he rides Leanne out. Yes. And he's like, how about I just give you $8 for this horse? And at this point, Parker is just super sad. He's like, forget about it. She's already with you anyway. <laughs> and so Parker, he's in the he's in the bar. Uh, but then the trappers come up to him again. And he's just like, uh, you rode my horse. Uh, and then Frenchie's like, everybody in town's ridden your horse. <laughs> 
And then, uh, this is where they start to fight, but then the sheriff comes in, and he's like, Parker, you lied to me. We searched those mountains, and I found all the dead bodies that you ate. Yep. And then, at this point, everybody in the bar starts beating him. Yeah, they're all like, what? Cannibal? And they all start, yeah, taking turns yeah. beating him. And so, at this point, this is where we get to the beginning of the movie, right? Because then, like, Parker, he gets taken into custody. He goes into trial. And then this is where we get brought back to the start of the film when the trial was happening. Uh, at this point, you know, uh, we return to him and Polly in the cell. Yep. As he was recanting his story. And she's like, don't worry. Uh, you're not going to die. And I'll be here for you, you know, during the whole thing. Uh, but come morning, he's like, hey, where's that lady that always came to my cell? And he's like, oh, she went back to Denver. Yeah, she's a reporter. She finished her story and she yeah. left. <laughs> And she's like, oh, hussy. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, and so he's getting, we get we get sort of the last uh, fun song. Fun song of the film where he's like, nothing ever happens in this town, but yeah, this guy's going to hang. Uh, and so he's about to get hung. And as they put the noose around him, they always ask, do you have any last words? And he's, at this point, he's making a speech. He's like, uh, appreciate every day as if it were your last. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. still very positive. Yeah, you know, uh, if it's yellow, it's mellow. If it's brown, it goes down. Uh, but uh, in comes writing uh, Polly, and she has a pardon from the state because she says that when this crime happened, air quotes, crime happened, um, Colorado was in a territory. It was still Indian territory. It was still Indian territory. So, so that, that anything that happened U.S. states that, couldn't try him for. Yep. And at this point, Frenchie is mad because he's like, no, he needs to hang. That's gross. <laughs> and so he he pushes her out of the way, and he he does end up like pulling the switch. Right. So that the the floor drops out, and and he, and he would hang. Uh, but then out out of nowhere comes uh, the chief. With uh, not 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 a not a tomahawk, but a Japanese katana. Yep, samurai and, swords. Yep, and then cuts him <laughs> down. Uh, at this point, Frenchie's like, "You can't do that!" And then he beheads Frenchie. <laughs> and at this point, the crowd is pretty much pleased because he's like, they wanted to see someone die anyway. Yes. And so he's like, ah, the crowd's like, ah, whatever. Someone died. Yep. Cool. We, we can go home now. Yeah. And at this point, uh, what's it called? Uh, Parker. He gets out of the hole, and then Polly. Polly sings the, uh, I, I'm not, uh, I, I need you on top of me song. I don't know. <laughs> no, she sang the, the song from the beginning. The, the, the no, sky the, is blue and, and all of these are green. <laughs> no, but, but after that. Right. Then they kind of, they kind of medley into, but yeah. The on top song. Yeah. Which I told you can be interchangeable with a horse and a woman. That, that is true. <laughs> Uh, but at this point, yeah, this is where sort of the movie ends, almost. Yes. And for some reason, we get a Bloomhouse final scare <laughs> of uh, uh, of the priest with all the things in his body. And he, I don't know how he, I'm pretty sure he got eaten, right? I, I would think so. Uh, but then, the, yeah, and then we get the freeze frame, the classic freeze frame. Uh, and then the title, and then the credits roll. And the credits roll, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Colby, this movie was uh, super goofy. <laughs> Which I, I was like, you know, what was I expecting with the Bat Stone and Trey Parker movie? Right, exactly. Uh, 
Uh, Kobe, so um, I forgot to ask you at the beginning, but what were your first impressions of the film when you first heard about it? So maybe maybe about a year and a half ago, um, we were doing like bad movie nights, and uh, we had like an older couple who used to come, and they they started talking about this, and I was like, I have never heard of this, and so they brought it in, and that was the first time we watched it, and like you said on this, I went in totally blind. I had like no idea of what this what to even expect. Um, yeah. So yeah, no, I I. I very much enjoyed it. Okay. Uh, yeah, so I the only thing I did look up of this film prior to watching it was just, like, the cover. Mm-hmm. And so I saw, I was like, oh, it's going to be a Frontier musical. Uh, but unfortunately for me, Frontier, oh, the only Frontier musical I could think about is the Seth MacFarlane one. Uh. The thou- a mil- that was A Thousand Ways to Die in the West. Yeah, yeah. Which uh, was not funny to me. As I thought it was going to be, right? I don't know if you've watched it. I, I have, yeah. And it was, yeah. For me, it wasn't as funny. And so I was just like, um, uh, maybe this won't be good. But then I was like, ah, oh, but it's Matt Stone and Trey Parker. Even if it was before South Park, I'm pretty sure the humor is still going to be there. And it was. Yeah, no, you could definitely see where they started from this, how they got to yeah, where they are and doing South Park movie and the yeah. Team America and stuff. Well, yeah, because this this movie was also pretty vulgar, as far as like right. at, at least that version guy is like, uh, I'm just gonna think she's a the person next to me is just a nice, soft, supple, naked woman, <laughs> or you know him when he's like, oh, I'm gonna die, never getting to do doggy style. So yeah, like a lot of it is still in there, so which I was really happy about. So I was like, I was more worried like seventy thirty that it wasn't gonna be good, seventy being good. Uh, what was your what was your favorite part of the movie, Kobe? Um, there's like a, a ton of like subtle jokes, um, and I and I love that. Like there's like the part where um, the uh, they oh. first see the sheep when they're all starving to death. Yeah. They all see the sheep and they're like, "Oh, a sheep!" And then the little virgin kid starts unzipping his pants, <laughs> and they're like, "They're like, no, no, we're gonna eat it." And he's like, "I gotta pee." <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> Oh, yeah. Or, like, even, like, the whole rock uh, seeing how deep the river is. Right. Uh, What else? Uh, Yeah, probably the bear trap one. It was always, like, it was always uh, super funny to me because they just kept opening and closing the bear trap. (laughs) Yeah, there is a lot of, like, a subtle part in the... the uh, the trapper song where he talks about how strong his uh, his wiener is and then he knocks down a wall with it. <laughs> he said he had thunderballs, and that's that's the one I was gonna open with. I was, like, I was gonna ask you, hey Colby, guess what I got? Some thunderballs knocking down walls. <laughs> oh yeah, see, ah uh, yeah, see, the trapper song is uh, super hilarious. Yeah, there's oh yeah, I, I like all the subtle small jokes. That, like, if you're not paying attention, you wouldn't have seen it. Right. And so this movie definitely makes you want to, like, pay attention. Even though I wasn't. I was cooking half. You know, I don't want to cut my finger. (laughs) Sometimes I got to look down, guys. I'm sorry. I got to multitask. I'm an adult. I'm a 30-year-old adult. (laughs) Uh, 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 Did you have any favorite songs? Um, Certainly, by far, the catchiest song is the... The sky is blue. Oh, uh, so, uh, Sparunkle? The Spaduncle song. Spaduncle, there you go. Yeah, like that, you hear it and it's stuck in your head and it just, it 
it like plagues your mind like a virus an earworm yeah the thing yeah. about that too is that the structure of that song is weird because it goes the sky is blue and all the leaves are green uh, what is the next part but um, the sun's as warm as a baked potato <laughs> Which later on he turns into my heart's as big as a baked potato. Yeah, uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, probably my funny, the best song for me was still like I said throughout this episode, the Trapper song. Yeah, Trapper uh, song's good. Only for the rap part where he says his balls is like uh, his uh, what's it called? His junk is like thunder balls knocking over walls. It's like <laughs> probably the best description of anyone's testicles I've ever heard. <laughs> and it only gets better that he then knocks a wall over with his testicles. <laughs> Oh, uh, is, is there? Uh, did you have any favorite characters of this, or um, like kind of like you said, Swan's hilarious because it's just, it just everything is positive. Like, just nothing that happens is bad. To him, it's, it's yeah, it's like oh man, this is this is like the worst. I have my legs infected and I'm gonna die and we were trapped up here and we're gonna starve to death and he's like. Yeah, but stories like this are always funny in the future, you know. And it's like, what? Shut up. <laughs> but it's like it's true though because it yeah, is. like whenever you recall like a like a shitty memory, oh right, it becomes funny after a while. And I don't know. Yeah, like like it's not funny to you at the moment. Like if you ever, if if I'm pretty sure, ninety eight percent of you have shit your pants at least once, <laughs> and that's not at all funny when it happens. Yeah. I mean, less maybe you're under the age of three. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, you know, what do you think about when you talk about it to other people, it becomes like this hilarious story. And so, you know, I think everybody needs a swan in their life. I, right. To just be like, hey, look at the bright side. You're still alive. Uh, probably one of my uh, favorite characters in here, besides Frenchie. Because he's just he's just my type of humor. It's not like I mean he's a bully, but he's not like he's not like a physical bully for the most and he's, part. And he's got a real he's got real facial hair where the other two trappers have like, weird glued on hair also. <laughs> but you know you got to respect the guy who's short, but he's like controlling these two behemoths next yep. to him. Uh, but yeah, yeah, Swan is a good favorite uh, just because. You know, and uh, honestly, probably the virgin kid, I, just because, like, I remember, like, how anxious I was to be like, oh my god, where's a hole? He, he, <laughs> he also had a pretty decent part in um, uh, Basketball, is that the... Oh, is that him? Yeah. Oh, okay. That was another Straight, South, South, Parkery, South Parky movie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but yeah, his... Just like him, like I could just remember being like sort of that angsty, like like a virgin type of thing. We're like, man, oh man, am I ever gonna lose it? <laughs> yeah. And like thinking, I was like, oh, I think you know the worst ghosts are the virgin ones. Oh, so But the music is is pretty impressive, especially for being so early in his his, his career. career. Yeah. Um, and then he went on this. This became a. A traveling stage play, or a, like a broad, off-Broadway kind of play. Yeah. Um, and then he did Book of Mormon, which is a musical. The South Park movie is basically a musical. Yeah. Um, a lot of the things, I mean, like, even Team America had musical parts right. in it. 
So yeah, I think Matt Stone or no Trey it was a Trey Parker who did most of the writing. Of yeah. The music. Uh, you know, he just has that bone in there. Maybe he comes from like a family of like musicians or something like that, which is really fun. Sokoviab. Uh, <laughs> Uh, how would you rate this on your musical scale? Like, is this gonna be like a? Is this on your top five of musicals? I I had um, the 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 soundtrack to this is on uh, on his phone on, on your phone Am, Amazon Music. So if you have like an Amazon Prime account, and you get the free music account. Um, so uh, like all day I was just listening to this. It's jamming. Sh- it's short because it's only really like five songs, and then then they kind of couple songs where they kind of medley them together. Um, it's a medley them. I don't know what they come when they smash two songs together. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, so so yeah, so so I listen to it a lot because uh-huh. it's because it's only like five songs, so <laughs> it's like twenty two minutes or something, and then, <laughs> then it's repeating. Uh, yeah, for me, I, I feel like uh, it wouldn't be on my top five only because uh, besides uh, Splodunkle. The rest of the songs aren't as catchy, mm, right? Uh, but but they're right for the movie. It isn't like it doesn't feel like it's out of place. It is. It's not so heavy like a musical, right? You know, right. yeah. As a, as a it, stage and like tribute wise, like I totally felt like like the the last song, "Hang 'Em High," um, <laughs> when he's getting ready to hang. Um, that to me totally feels like a. Mel Brooks like end of Blazing Saddles kind of oh yeah, yeah. thing well because uh, even that song is like yeah after we hang him it's the end of the show yeah yep oh <laughs> uh, yeah but yeah I definitely I think in the context of the film as far as like the music is it's great oh uh, absolutely yeah I I really think uh because I know like I think I don't know how many times Grease <laughs> <laughs> is probably like the pop song equivalent of musicals just because they're so like upbeat and you want to always sing them and so i think maybe that sort of ruined like regular musicals for me where it's just like it's a song but it's for the story and it isn't gonna it's not supposed to be catchy right i feel like grease was just filled with like catchy songs yeah i like even if you go to like something like phantom of the opera you have a couple of those like key songs that everybody knows but there's so much singing in that that like most of it's just like filler songs just to kind of yeah. move the story along. And so I feel like this, you know, like except for Greece, every other musical has like key songs and then filler songs in between. Uh, but it doesn't take away anything from this film. Right. Yeah. Uh, Kobe, uh, so we're going to go to the rating, guys. Uh, if you guys don't know the rating system, it's streaming it, uh, stream it, uh, use DVD, new DVD. Use Blu-ray, new Blu-ray, and Ultimate Box Collection. <laughs> Which, I mean, it would probably be like uh, this, Team America, and um, I could Bigger, t- Longer, and Uncut. See, th- it would either be that, or it would be this with like Toxic <laughs> Avenger, and like and get shot out that direction mm-hmm. with, with those movies. Um and yeah, I, I. Depending on what it came, you know, you know what? No, either way, <laughs> I, I think I think I probably would go to the box selection, man. I would definitely go Blu-ray on this. Uh, this this is fantastic. Um, I could <laughs> new Blu-ray, uh, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, 
all the South Park stuff's always had fun um, extras and and stuff and interviews about you know how it was made and stuff like that. Um, I think that would probably be very interesting on this. I'm sure they would put in some kind of mini documentary on the uh, on the real life person that the movie was. Oh yeah, based on that probably be pretty of interesting this, to of the same name, Alfred Parker. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'd probably get this. Yeah, I get this like a used Blu-ray. Like if if I could find it at a Zia Records. Uh, uh, shout out to Zia Records if you guys want to sponsor us. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, I definitely. It's still yeah, like like you said. Um, like uh, I I used to have the Blu-ray of the South Park movie mm-hmm. until like I just like lost a whole bunch of my Blu-rays. Uh, but yeah, um, yeah, uh, Matt Stone and Trey Parker they always put in a whole bunch of like extra stuff. Uh, I know they have. I know for this film, they would probably have like a watch it with the filmmakers commentary. There is a inebriated commentary on something because I saw like I saw uh, on uh, on YouTube. I was kind of like looking and you yeah. know, like look at the music videos and stuff like that um, and other people's reviews. Uh, <laughs> but there is there is inebriated uh, commentary. So by Matt Stone and Trey Parker. I am. I didn't listen to it, so I'm not sure. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, I definitely think it's it's worth uh, like to add to your collection. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm so <laughs> just drinking uh, Trader Joe's uh, seasonal g- ginger soda. Uh, tra- shout out to Trader Joe's if you guys want to. <laughs> yes, yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, yeah, I definitely it, it would be a fun add uh, add on co- into your collection. You know, like yeah, I'm pretty uh, like me. I never heard of the Colorado Cannibal. I, so right and i didn't i guess i didn't even realize that the first time i watched it and it wasn't until this week when i i, I actually watched it like yeah. three times this week <laughs> colby uh doing thorough research <laughs> <laughs> so but i mean like it's just like how many movies can you or how many like ways how many times oh wow i don't know how to say the sentence uh what other movie can you be like oh wow <laughs> I'm trying to say this the right way. So if you're ever with like your group of friends and you're just like, hey guys, do you want to see a comedy about cannibalism? I, <laughs> right, exactly. Because I think that like, you know, besides, uh, what's it called? Cannibal Holocaust. <laughs> um, the Don- I don't know if there's a Donner Party movie. I'm pretty sure there's a Donner Party I, movie. you got to imagine that Somewhere. Uh, they're all going to be depressing. So how do... Uh, you could just be like, hey, do you guys want to see a comedy about the cannibalism? <laughs> well, I guess Silence of the Lambs could be a comedy. <laughs> mm. Yeah, that's 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 cannibalistic, yeah. <laughs> definitely. Uh, but yeah, it's definitely it's going to be a nice add-in to your collection. Uh, if you like musicals, if you like, you know, Matt Stone and Trey Parker. Right, yeah, if you're a, a South Park fan, this is definitely that, that same vein, vein of humor. Yeah, and then plus, like, uh, before Colby even introduced me to this movie, I didn't even know they had a music. Uh, I didn't even know they produced this movie so far back in their career. Yeah, right. Because you know, I was, I think the first South Park episode was like ninety seven. Right. Ninety eight was a was a, uh, Mr. Hanky, <laughs> which is like the one they did with all cardboard and took like a like what three months to do. Uh, yeah. So this is just it just shows you like you know they they worked pretty hard for their career even if. Like, a lot of you probably don't agree with their sense of humor. I don't know who wouldn't. 
Oh, man. Uh, but yeah, I hope you guys uh, enjoyed the show. We are reaching our hour mark. Uh, I hope you guys look forward to next week's, uh, the last episode for this month. Yep. Which is going to be... Shock Treatment, which is the sequel to Rocky Horror Picture Show. Which I didn't even know they had a sequel <laughs> to that. And I'm a big Tim Curry fan, you know? I, Tim uh, Curry's not in it. Wait, wait. No, but he, he was in Rocky... <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, he was in Rocky Horror... You know, so uh, because Tim Curry wasn't in it, that's why I might have not watched it. Right. You know? I think I think if the only two people that carry over are uh, the uh, maid and the butler. Okay. Yeah, because you know, uh, you know, Tim Curry, the butler, and Clue. Uh, Tim yeah. Curry, uh, the first it. Terrifying. I that's think. Right. Yeah. I, I didn't get to watch it live. I'm pretty sure Colby got to watch that series. Did you? I didn't. I didn't uh, watch it. I remember when it came out, uh, but I, I didn't see it. I wasn't. Yeah, young me was not into horror at all. I was. <laughs> Especially clowns. I feel like, yeah, Tim Curry has a whole generation of adults uh, terrified of clowns. Yes. I, I, I blame it mostly on him. <laughs> Because he was so good. He was yeah. so good at that. I, I just watched it as a rerun. VH1 played it. Because they always play like those long movies. I don't know why. Uh, but yeah, I hope you guys uh, stay tuned for that. Shock Treatment. It's going to be a fun one. I haven't seen it, so it's going to be brand new to me. I'm pretty sure Kobe, it's been a while for it's Kobe. It's been a long time since I've seen it too. Yeah, yeah and then I'm probably going to have to watch Rocky Horror before it you know just to refresh my mind (laughs) i haven't seen that i think since i was like they are very different you probably could watch this and not realize it was a sequel oh see yeah that's weird why would they do that i don't know (laughs) all right guys i hope you guys enjoyed the episode i'm barry and i'm colby and this is who watches this (laughs) uh theme music is uh arcade montage by lee rosevere you can find it on the fma podcast fma.com under the music album Music for Podcast 3. Thank you.